how cliche it is. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We got to. And we gotta be high energy. We don't have to make it 50 minutes, though. That's true. Our last episode was so long. Why? Mundane superpowers. And you mentioning three people that our audience doesn't know. I'm sure they found that real interesting. Ever done a podcast before, Sarah? <laughs> oh my god, am I being Abigail right now? Pull up the synopsis. Pull oh, what a good idea. I'm just trying to work the energy up. I say as I'm laying down in the most comfortable position I could get into. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you can move that pillow if you want, it doesn't have to stay there. What are you insinuating? You oh. got it. Oh my god. You concubine. Whoa. Okay. Um. I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh. Yeah, let's just. I don't know. Let's go for it? Yeah. Let's go for it. Just say let's what you need loud. to say. Let's be loud. Let's be rowdy. Say what you need to say. That's what it was. Okay. The other day, I was talking to you. Was it you? I was talking to someone about how one time, I, like, turned to Lexi. I, yes, it was you. You were in my car. I turned to Lexi, and I told her I was singing a song to her. Uh-huh. After she was saying something mean to me, and I was singing a song to her, and I thought it was Don't Speak, but what it was, it was Say What You Need to Say. Oh. Don't Speak's a little funnier. It is. Well, life doesn't always... The first draft isn't the best. But life is the first draft. Oh my draft. god, they were roommates. Okay. My stomach hurts. Mine too. Maybe we can vomit on each other. <laughs> let's get let's get this show on the road. Hello, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Gage. You're listening to Pata De with Sarah and Gage where this week we'll be covering Dance Academy Season 1, Episode 11, One Perfect Day. Woo! Far from perfect, let me tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an episode. It, we're just saying this because we hate Paige. Okay. Okay, so the Netflix synopsis of this episode is, Tar is excited when Ethan asks her to star in his choreography assessment piece. But Ethan only has eyes for his mentor, Dana. Dana, who we met a few weeks ago when she choreographed, or she started auditioning for her show Tangents. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, that, like, covers that plot well, but it didn't even mention that, like, Abigail's sister comes for a visit. Yeah. Like, that'd be, like, a quick sentence to add. It would've, yeah. I mean, they're all one sentence, I believe, all in Netflix. No, never mind, they're not. This one was, this one was one, but there can be ones that have two according to the next episode, which is entitled Pressure. Stay tuned next week for when we discuss pressure. Anyway, bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Let's get into the plot a little bit more. Ooh, the plot. I hated the plot of this episode. So let's let's get through it quick. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, the monologue this episode is, um, for my sixth birthday, Tara's talking, for my sixth birthday, I want I wanted a princess party. But I spent most of it crying because it couldn't match what was in my head. How about that? Expectations versus reality. I mean, yeah. 
Um, Rain is, Miss Rain is being just a huge, I don't, can't use the, I don't want to use the word bitch. But you're going to. But she's to. being a huge bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's, they're doing the dance from Swan Lake. Yeah. In which. The really iconic one. The really iconic, like, four person hold hands dance. You know the one. Yeah. And, um, but they, it's, it's, they, we've seen it before because Tara and Kat watched it. It, when Natasha Willis was in town. Yes. Yeah, and so they're doing that dance, and Tara's not necessarily ex- excelling, and Rain calls her out and is just being cute, like really mean about it, and she's like, she's like, you can't. There's no. Cr-. She basically says there's no crying in ballet, and then Tara's like, I'm not crying, mm-hmm. and it's funny because she's crying. And then, like. Cat is on the side and just holds up a box of tissues that she like always has ready for Tara apparently. <laughs> Which is funny because that yeah, if I was friends with Tara. I really appreciate that friendship dynamic. Yeah, because I'm the person who usually needs the tissues. <laughs> yeah, and so then we see Abigail is greeting someone at uh, like the side of the road somewhere. It's probably like the driveway to the school. Yeah, probably. I don't know. It's it looked kind of random from what I can tell. Like usually you pick someone up from like the airport or like it just looked like the side, like just the side of the road somewhere. Oh, yeah. who is it though? It's Abigail's sister, Paige. She's like eleven. Yeah, that seems right. She's like eleven, and she um, and they seem to like they're they they kind of click on a like friend level. Her, Abigail and her. It's like a very cutesy relationship. It's a very cutesy relationship, but like there's obviously a little bit of tension when Abigail brings something up about like dance. Like, um, Paige kind of resists a little bit. Yeah, Paige seems annoyed that like that's all Abigail really talks about and like cares about. Yeah. And, um, then Paige runs into Kat. Mm -hmm. And obviously since Abigail and Kat were friends, Kat knows Paige and they get along very well. They get along very well. So so Paige is excited to see Kat. It's a little disheartening to Abigail because she's... A little jealous. She's a little jelly. And but, then they, they happen upon Sammy's point shoe funeral. Yeah. Because Sammy doesn't have to be on point anymore. Wow, that's amazing. I'm glad we've seen Sammy's dance grow so much. Except we haven't really seen it at all. We haven't seen it at all. Yeah. I haven't seen Sammy dance probably since, like, that episode with his dad. Yeah. Real Men Don't Dance, episode five. Check it out on our website? Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Email us if you watched it. <laughs> watched it. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Email us if you listen to it. Don't, don't, don't do that. You can if you want. I mean, I guess. We actually have an email. We actually have an email. I mean, like, Oh, we actually have an email now. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> this is so exciting. I mean... By the time you like start listening to the first episode, we will you, like you will know that we have an email. But like real time, real time, we will have had the email the entire time. Yeah, but in recording, we just now have an email. It's it's danceacademypodcast at gmail Yeah, we are. If you, in case you guys don't know, we are releasing these way after we recorded them. Yeah, sorry. Eons. That's the way it's going for this scheduling. Yeah, but I mean, if it's if at one point um, you guys. Send us emails, and you want us to maybe dedicate a single podcast to answering mail questions. Maybe we'll do it. Oh, that'd Who be knows? fun. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Not like these are getting out anytime soon, but... <laughs> One day. One day, maybe. Uh, back to the plot. Yeah. <laughs> so, point shoe funeral. Uh, very cute. And then we see 
that Ethan is talking to Dana because Dana is back. Dana is and back. And is helping Ethan. She's acting like as a mentor for his like choreography project for like school, I guess. Yeah. Um, and he's like trying to like give some ideas, and it's about like a video game that's like controlling everybody, and she's like, "That's derivative and contrived." And you well, should... that's not what she says. No, she just says, but... I've seen it before. Yeah, she says it in a much kinder and more helpful way. And she's like, find some inspiration from life, not what's clever. And then Ethan looks over, and, and there is Tara. Tara. Playing with a ribbon. Yeah, because um, Paige wants to be a rhythmic, rhythmic gymnast. And Tara's like, oh, I like did competitions for that back in the country. So Hickville. So she starts playing with the ribbon and she just looks very like eager and like pure and happy and Ethan Taps time slows for that. Yeah, time slows for that. Like at first when I watched this I thought, oh my god, is that the crush music that plays when Tara sees Ethan? But no, it's not. He's just like seeing her because she looks happy. It's like muse yeah. music. Yeah. And then Tara's in the studio, and Ethan's Ethan like, comes in and is like, hey, do you want to, like, be my dancer for my project? And she's like, he yes. He calls her a fruit bat. Does he? Yeah, he says, hey, fruit bat. Because she's, like, upside down. Oh, that's kind of cute. It's kind of flirty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was like, um, hi, fruit bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, um, she's, like, way too eager to dance for Ethan. And she, like, kind of, like... I don't know, she throws her hands up in joy after he asks, because she's like, oh my god, this is my chance to get close to him. Yeah. Oh man, she's exhausting, isn't she? Yeah, but relatable. I mean, yeah. And then she's talking about it with Abigail, and Abigail's like, oh, okay, so it's just because he's looking for somebody, like, charmingly inexperienced. Abigail? Yeah. Oh, yeah, this did happen. I just totally forgot about it. My bad. It was a small thing. Yeah. So then we, like, we, like... Kind of cut over to the caf- the cafe where Abigail, um, Paige, Sammy, and Kat are. And they kind of all decide to go together to the carnival kind of place across the water. It's like a theme park. It's like a theme park. Abigail's not happy about it. No. Because Abigail planned all these nice dance-themed things to do. And they were like, let's go to the carnival. Like a Pilates class. Like a Pilates class. But yeah. obviously, like, Paige is young and wants to go do, like, fun things. Yeah, because she's... Yeah. And, uh, I just love that they call, um, Cotton Candy Fairy Floss. Yeah. In Australia. Loved that. But this is kind of, like, interwoven. Like, there's a lot of back and... Like, this episode is a lot of back and forth between class and... Like, class with um, Tara and Ethan and Dana and Paige with Abigail, Sammy, and Kat. Yeah. Like, it's very, it's very, like, and the scenes are never very long. Like, they jump back between each other a lot. Yeah. So, I don't know. Let's go through the Paige stuff. Let's, yeah, let's get through all the Paige stuff and then we'll get through all the dance. Yeah, let's just get it over with. (laughs) Um, basically, like, Sammy and Kat and Paige are all having, like, a really fun time. And, like, Sammy's trying to get Abigail to have fun and, like, holds the hammer for her at the thing where you hit the hammer on the bell. Yeah, but she looks really disgusted by no, that. No, she's not she's having not a good happy. time with it. Yeah, she's not And happy. Paige seems to be developing a little crush on Sammy. And so it's just this, like, riff. Rift. Rift. Uh. Pronounce your T's. Yeah, I know. Sarah says often instead of often. Email us if you say often or often. I say often. 
Often is normal. Lots of people say often. Yeah, but it's, like, wrong. I like, don't... the T isn't silent, and it shouldn't have been dropped. It's like saying, it's like saying, my middle name is Anthony. It's like saying my middle name is Anthony. It's like dropping letters for no reason. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but that's just how I pronounce it. Interesting. It's like, I just don't hit my T's very hard. I hit my T's very hard. I know. I It's, it's like a Texas versus, like, non-Texas thing. I wasn't born in Texas. No, but you speak like a Texan. That's true. And I do most of the time. Yeah, you but do. But I still have some, like, northern things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um... Back to Dance Academy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, we're on the page storyline, right? Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of awkward because, like, Abigail's trying to go and, like, have this bonding experience, but Paige is more interested in hanging out with, like, her friends. Yeah, Sammy and Kat. Um, and also, Abigail is once again being confronted with some of, like, her body image issues because she sees a funhouse mirror where, like, she looks very short and squat and she feels insecure about it. Yeah. Um... Also, Sammy makes a little comment that's like, stop trying to control everything, Abigail. And that's one episode after, um... All of Abigail's control issues come out. Yeah. With the kleptomania and stuff. So that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then later, uh, Abigail and Paige get in a fight. No, wait. What? We need to talk about how everyone started calling Abigail stupid. Oh, yeah. That was kind of a sad. Yeah, that, like, came very suddenly, and it, it was, like, out of, out nowhere, of nowhere, and it didn't really seem to fit her character, but apparently, Abigail's dad used to call her Nightlight, because she's not very bright. That's so rude. Yeah. Like, thanks, Dad. Yeah. That's one of those things where, like, a dad thinks he's being funny, and, like, adults don't realize that they're actually, like, shattering little kids' hearts. Yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know what, oh, God. Like, for me, personally... Being called stupid is, like, one of the worst things to be called. Like, call me ugly. Call me whatever. Stupid? Yikes. Mm -hmm. It's rude. Yeah. So that was also, like, lending to Abigail's negative feelings. Yeah, she wasn't feeling very happy. So now Paige and Abigail get into a fight. Basically about how, like, Abigail, like, has kind of been only focused on dance for a really long time. Mm Mm-hmm. And because of that, Paige is kind of, like, being forced to, like, live her life differently. Because her parents have, like... Yeah, like, all their focus goes first to Abigail and making sure that she's successful. And then they give whatever spare attention they have to Paige. Yeah, it's very, it's very cliche storyline. Um, but then Abigail isn't like, oh, I'm really sorry, Paige. She's like, that's just because you're an ordinary little kid with, like, sticky jam hands and, like, taste in Tiger Beat magazine. Sticky jam hands! That's not at all what she says. Sticky jam hands! (laughs) Email us if you have sticky jam hands. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, it's, it's like a snot, you're like a little snot-nosed brat with nothing going for you is basically what Abigail says. Yeah, that's more accurate. Um, and then she like storms off and... But, but she storms off for like two seconds. No, and then well, before she turns it's around. weird because Paige starts walking and she starts following Paige and then she's like, no, I need to walk faster and ahead of Paige. And so she does and then she turns around and Paige is nowhere to be found. Which, which like, is weird. how could she have disappeared that quickly? I, my first thought was she's behind the statue. There was like one statue, like... Statue man, mm-hmm. like in between, like them, and like pretty much an entirely open space. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, she's behind him. It's gotta be. Yeah. But because Abigail literally stormed away for like probably like three to five seconds before yeah. she turned around and Paige was gone. Yeah. So it was terribly confusing. And then she's freaking out and trying to go find Paige, and she calls Cat and Sammy to help, and then Paige ends up in Sammy's dorm room. And they're like, okay, well, 
let's call Abigail, and Paige is like, no, I don't want to be with Abigail, and they're like, well, Abigail's worried about you, so you need to, but in the meantime, we'll play a game. So Kat's on the phone, trying, trying to, to call. call Abigail, and then Abigail happens to walk by, and of course, gets the wrong idea, because she walks in at the wrong time, and thinks that they're just, like, bonding, and they've been, like, hiding, and... That like, Paige is, like, excluding her. her. Yeah. So, n- making Abigail feel even worse. Yeah. But then Paige, or, like, Abigail storms up to her own dorm room. Yeah. Abigail, or Paige follows her. hmm And basically, like, apologizes for everything. Yeah. That she said. Like, feels really bad about it. And, like, there's a really, like, impactful moment where she's like, where she's like, nobody hates you. Only you hate you. It was like, and like, Abby like starts like crying. It's like intense. Yeah, it's super depressing. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I guess it sucked. It is really sad because like, I mean, obviously like Paige does have some issues with Abigail, but in general it's like, no, it's just because people get annoyed with each other sometimes. Like everybody in general is looking out for you, Abigail. Like you just need to like be kinder to yourself. Yeah, and it sucks. Yeah, it's very sad. And then we never have to see Paige again, thank God. Except that's not true, because she comes back in another episode. Yeah, she does. Spoilers. <laughs> but there's a whole other plot going on that we've yet to speak about, and that is with Tara, Ethan, and Dana. Dana mm-hmm. Strong, the choreographer, the contemporary choreographer. Yes. Basically, this kind of, this like little plot thing starts out with like Ethan, Dana, and Tara in class, right? In like a little like class where Ethan is showing Dana everything about, everything about like, <laughs> the dance that he's choreographed for her. Yeah, they're doing rehearsals for um, Ethan's show. Yeah. Thanks for letting me flounder on that one, Sarah. Sorry. <laughs> anyway. It's fine. We all lose our train of thought sometimes. Yeah. I tried though. And that's what matters. Not to Abigail. Anyway. Oh. Um, so yeah, the, the dance that Ethan's choreographed is about a girl caught between her two selves. Her real self and who she wants to become or who she's going to become Mm -hmm. and uh kind of a uh kind of kind of another cliche idea but it's all good it's more like honest like that's like a cliche thing but it's still like a concept that like is relatable to people so at least it has that going for it whereas the video game game thing was just like a how edgy can i get yeah um and like tara's very earnest so i feel like she definitely is like the perfect person to do that yeah. Uh, but then you kind of see that Ethan's, like, not very good at this. Like, he's very picky and micromanages a lot of it. Yeah. And, and so him and Tara are clashing big time. And Dana will agree with Tara more than she'll agree with Ethan, which is frustrating for him. Yeah. Um, and then they're out. They take a little, like, lunch break. They go out. And uh, Ethan's, like, Ethan's sitting with Tara. And Dana's, like, somewhere to be nowhere. Like, she's she's, like, far away. But, like... Close enough in to be an eyesight. Yeah. And then Tara, Tara's like, um, Tara has like a weird like mid episode ph- philosophical rant. Yes. Where she's like, isn't it weird how we like? What, what exactly was? I it? don't remember. It was. I don't remember what it, it was. was about, like, we but make, it was we definitely all make fantasy some, worlds in our head. Yeah, like it was something that was like what she has said in a monologue in a previous episode, essentially. But I don't remember which one. It was something about how like. She just wants everything to be, like, perfect, but things can't be perfect, and you can't fast-forward to good moments all the time. It was basically, it was basically, like, we all make fantasy worlds in our head, but isn't it weird how, like, those worlds, like, impact our real worlds? 
And then Ethan's like, yeah, sure, I guess, Tara. Anyway, Dana! Yeah. Dana! And he's like, isn't it so much fun being with somebody who you, like, artistically connect with? And Tara's like, yeah, because she thinks it's between the two of them. And then he's like, yeah, Dana's the best. And she's like, oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, I guess. Dana is great. So they go back to rehearsal after their little lunch break. And uh, um, Ethan's just being a real, like, dick. Yeah. It's real bad. Uh, he's just he's just getting, like, really mean with Tara. Like, not necessarily, like, constructive anymore. Like, just, like, mean. Yeah. And uh, Dana's like, hey, is there, like, a problem over here? Like, do we want to fix it with, like, Tara? And then... They take a break. Yeah, like... they take another break. Yeah, because they just need to cool off. And then Dana and Ethan are talking... And then Ethan hits on her inappropriately. Ethan, Ethan just throws himself at her. And she's like, what? You're like five. Yeah, 17. But he's 18. And she goes, and that's why I'm... I'm gonna excuse that. Yeah. I'm gonna excuse you hitting on me. And she's like, I can't believe I to, took up my we, Saturday We need to this. deconstruct the hit on thing later. But while we're just talking about the plot, we'll just... Yeah, and on. so Ethan's ego's hurt. Yeah, and uh... He comes back in, and Tara's like, hey, where's Dana? And he's like, uh, we've had our artistic differences. And she sees right through that. And she sees right through that. She's like, oh, so she rejected you. Yeah, Tara has, like, a quick moan of being, like, very, like, honest and, like, snippy with Ethan. And it's very inconsistent with her character, but it was very, like, pleasing to watch. Yeah, I agree. And then she, like, basically dances... The, like, dance that Ethan choreographed perfectly out of spite alone. Yeah. Which was really fun. Yeah. And then at the end, he pulls her up and, like, spins her into his arms. And they kiss! And they kiss! And then... But it's not cute. (laughs) And then they freak out and she, like, runs away. Yeah. They, like, kiss. And, like... But it's kind of, like, choppy and, like... Tara's obviously scared and, like, Ethan kind of is, like, shocked. Whoa, I can't believe I did that. Yeah. So they're both, like... Freaked out. Yeah. And obviously Tara runs away. This is the kind of, like, ridiculous, like, love plot that, like, gets me squealing. Like, when I was taking my notes, I used a lot of all-caps statements. Oh, I used a lot of all-caps statements as well. But there was, um... (laughs) But, like, basically the end of episode Mom's Log was just a a continuation of the one... Of, like, the beginning, which was, like, my princess party. Like, it wasn't, like, great in the way that I imagined it to be, but it was great in its own way because it got rained on. Well, that was, it, like, ended the drought. <laughs> it ended the drought in my town, my little village or whatever. Yeah. Her, my country, my Hickville. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically this was, this episode was big. Yeah, like, finally. Finally. After all this pining on Tara's part, her and Ethan kiss. kiss. Wow. Which made sense within the arc of the episode. Like, it fit. Like, him finding inspiration in her and then getting rejected. But, like, it just... Again, they just don't really know, like, how they want Ethan and Tara's interactions to be from episode to episode. Yeah, so they're different every time. Yeah, so all of a sudden it was like, we're nervous around each other again. And, like, or, like, Tara's nervous around him. And they're slightly flirty. But then they're bonding and, like, eating lunch together. Like, alone. Yeah, it's kind of, it's just odd. Like, they have no idea what they're gonna do with them. Yeah. Also, so, like, Ethan is really, like, arrogant with Dana. Oh yeah, let's talk about them. Let's talk about him coming, like going after Dana. Yeah, right quick. Oh my god, like who does he think he is? Like he and Dana go outside after their like during a little break. Yeah, that that they're taking because Tara's a little worn out, and he's like, (laughs) and he's like, don't you think you're being a little bit harsh with me? And she's like, no, not really. I mean, I'm just trying to get you like to succeed and stuff. And and he's basically like, 
I don't know. I think I'm doing pretty well. And she's like, I don't know if it's arrogance or confidence that you're throwing at me. Yeah, but... But it's bad, whatever it is. And he's like, is. what do you want it to be? And she's like, what? Excuse me? Yeah. Are you hitting on me? Yeah. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, let's decide it over dinner. She's like, are you serious? Like, I thought I was being here to help you as a choreographer, not because you want to have dinner with me. Yeah, but... Yeah, so Ethan's just arrogant and irresponsible and assumes that, like... He what? can get whatever he wants. What 18-year-old thinks that he's going to, like... That, like, this, like, hotshot choreographer girl is going to, like, fall for him? He's in high school. Yeah, but he's attractive. Um, debatable. He has bad hair. He has a bird nose. Yeah. It's a nice nose. <laughs> Tom Pocock? More like Tom Peacock. Is it Tim? It might be Tim. Oh, I don't remember. His actor's name is either Tom or Tim Pocock. That was a pretty good joke either way. Thanks, because he's a bird. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. I'm glad you got it. Pretty nice. But yeah, so he's, like, treating Tara badly. Like, there's a part where he tries to, like, put his arm around her to, like, console her, like, but condescendingly, and she, like, shoves his arm off. And when? I really liked that. In, like, one of their rehearsal scenes. I don't remember that. Um, it was, like, a small thing. Oh. And then... So, like, he's not very likable, this episode. Ethan? Yeah. No. But then we're still supposed to be like, yay! Yeah. Good for Tara! Yeah, it's funny, because he spent the entire episode basically attacking Tara and her dancing. Yeah. And then it's like, and then at the end it's like, oh, but she still likes him. Doesn't it suck that nagging works? Okay, you've used the term nagging twice, and I feel like I've never heard it before in my entire life. Until, like, these last two episodes. Really? Yeah. Negging is when, like, guys purposely, like, kind of knock Teens. down, like, a girl's ego and, like, are rude to her, basically, because, like, they think it's a way to get the girl to, like, give them more attention and, like, vie for their approval more. Like, it's, it, like, reels them in. Yeah, it does. It's really, it's really condescending and damaging. But and it, manipulative. It does, yeah, but it does kind of work sometimes. Great. Good job, Tara. You're weak in the head and weak in the will. Whoa, no. It's all right. You're just part of a misogynistic society. Wow. That's not a word. Uh, patriarchy. Misogynistic? Yeah, that's a word. It is? Yeah, that's a word. Okay. Adding the ick made it sound weird to me. Misogynistic. No, yeah, that's real. Okay, well, it's alright, Tara. I guess. <laughs> I guess it's fine. This was kind of a lighter episode compared to the last one because both of the storylines were, like, kind of heavy. Um, it's just like, oh, fun love plot and then, like, annoying little kid plot. Like, yeah. I like kids and I... Paige is just annoying. Paige is and, just... And, like, not interesting. Paige is just so, like, that girl you didn't want to talk to in middle school. It's like... Like, when Kat's like, oh, here's Abigail's little sister. She goes, younger sister. Well, that's because she wants... Calm down. To, that's because she wants to get in with Sammy. That... No little kid would say that. Very unrealistic. I mean, she wanted... She wanted Sammy's, like, D. Oh, my God. She was going in for the kill. No, she's an 11-year-old. Uh, okay. Sure. Um, do you have any fashion comments? Not really. Paige dressed exactly as I thought she was going to. Yeah. Abigail's clothes were slightly better this episode than they had been previously. Only slightly. She had the yellow cardigan and, like, the jumper. Yeah, I liked it. It was cute. I, I, I liked it. Um, Ethan <laughs> wore his dance clothes. Mm -hmm. Like, he has those dance clothes, and I feel like he wears them a lot. Like, his, his like, teal... Like tank top, tank top. It's like it's more. It's not really teal. It's like greenish blue. Like that's that's basically the best way to call it. Yeah. It's no. It's bluish green. Bluish green, not greenish blue. 
Okay. And um and like his like really baggy sweatpants. Yeah. He, those are his that's those are his dance clothes. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because everyone else wears like tights, but you never see Ethan in tights. You only ever see him in Do you think he has leg insecurity? I don't know. He's not a dancer. Maybe they're like huge and flabby. Whoa. We wouldn't know, would we? Yeah. You're right. <laughs> Paige yeah, dressed like an eleven year old, but also kinda dressed like cat. So Well that's not a surprise, is it? Uh the hat returns. Oh my god, cat's hat. Again. Cat's awful, awful, awful hat cat is back. Hat. Cat in the hat. The cat in the hat. Cat in the god awful hat. <laughs> but even though that outfit was bad, like she had like a Popeye sailor like sweatshirt or like shirt and then um like a short black skirt and then like a green shirt under the sweater that like added just like another layer oh my god like it wasn't she was just like a disney character it wasn't good she was but like it looked like a good fun carnival outfit i was like this does fit like what they're going to do very well and i feel like you would feel very comfortable and like spunky in that yeah when you're going out to literally can't remember what sandy was wearing the entire episode oh i don't either i'm pretty sure it was just like some kind of like t-shirt and pants probably maybe like a polo it's it's pretty standard stuff. Yeah, it's pretty standard Sammy attire. Yeah. Christian was Christian appeared once in this episode, pretty much, and he 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 was just sitting in bed. Oh, I don't even remember that. Oh yeah, he was. Remember, he was chilling with Paige when she was ran away. Oh. And Wasn't she was like, want to play a game? Her? What? Yeah, what? he was. Yeah. Really annoyed. Uh, Tara wears like a yellow sweatshirt and coral shorts, which are obviously just things that she like threw on over her like ballet clothes. Yeah. But when she's doing like the like ribbon dancing, and I'm like, ooh. No. Also, Ethan wears a shirt that like has like it's a graphic tee, but not in an annoying way. Um, it has like a tree and like a bird on it. And it reminds me very specifically of, like, these shirts that Target sold in, like, 2011 for guys. And I really liked it. It was better than, like, his usual stuff. It was just like, yeah, pick pick that. I have no idea what you're talking about. But, like, I don't even remember Ethan wearing it. (laughs) It was in his first scene when he's talking to Dana about his choreography choreography yeah oh my god can we talk about the the thesaurus the thesaurus of the sentence that he did to describe his idea for the video game thing what was it it was i i can't remember it for the life of me because it was so long it was like a nexus of like the inch like the cross-section of youth and technology it was like dude just say just say the video game's playing them yeah it's very (laughs) obvious that it's like i'm a young creative trying to be like intellectual and creative yeah yeah i think the biggest ug in this episode is just ug ethan yeah just being annoying yeah but the second biggest was ugh page Paige. yeah glad we're all yeah, we're glad we're on the same page with that one <gasps> page <gasps> <laughs> we're on the same page with not liking page uh another ug is just like a normal like normal like teen like it like drama issue which was basically abigail walking in at exactly the wrong time of course which happens all the time so i believe it happened last episode did it um yeah christian walks in on the middle of them talking about aaron oh yeah and then it happens next episode as well oh my god you're right yeah yeah, they do. The, they that's a it's an easy plot device. Yeah, dancing and music. Oh, we got oh, to ribbon. see like a lot of like Ethan's dance, like the contemporary oh, yeah, yeah. one. It was very like 
this is a contemporary dance. There's, the, <laughs> there's this one move that, like, Tara did where she made, like, a bird hand. And she, like, and, was like, looking at it, yeah, like, as though it were, like, a, a, a bird. bird. Like, a, like, she was, like, it was right next to her body, and she, like, turned her head, and she was, like, looking at it like it was a person. Yeah, like, hey, bird. Hey, bird. But, um, it's funny, though, because, like, you can actually see how, like, like, Tara is, like, because she's an actress and a dancer, like, an exquisite dancer in real life. Mm-hmm. Like, whoever her actress is. What's her name? Dana? No. I was about to say Dana Strong. It's obviously not the actress's name. Xenia Senior. Goodwin? Goodwin. Yeah. Goodwin? Godwin? I don't know how to pronounce her first name. Okay. She is obviously a great dancer, right? Mm-hmm. But she had to be she had to be faking that as being not good. Yeah. Which is funny because, like, you can tell, like, you can almost look and see that it's, like, a calculated bad uh-huh. that Tara's doing. Like, like there, there's a specific step that she does every time that's a little bit off offbeat because she like hesitates yeah it's like oh she's trying to be bad right now it's funny like it wasn't that see-through but i could tell and it's fun when you just like get to see her like go and be good yeah like yeah there was a um yeah like right when she does when she does at the end on a spite for ethan and his awful micromanaging it was fun it was fun she was really good that's when you see the bird hand yeah even though i was like i don't know like, contemporary kind of annoys me because I feel like it's just a lot of rolling around on the floor, but I also feel like it's a lot easier for, like, the emotion to translate. Like, with, like, ballet, it's structure first and, like, emotion second. Yeah. Whereas contemporary, you're free to break rules, and so I... And it, like, fit the the mood of, like, the emotional moment in the show well, so it was fun. Like, I really like this show and how it has dancing in it. <laughs> Pretty, pretty simple. <laughs> <laughs> the only other real dance that there was was Tara, Tara and Paige's ribbon dance. Which was also cute. It was cute. I've always said that it, I would love to be a rhythmic gymnast. You would? Yeah. Interesting. If I were, like, a different person. <laughs> okay. Like, if I led a different life, like an athletic life, I'd be, like, a rhythmic gymnast. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Uh-huh. I like the one with the ball. What? Well, you know how, like, rhythmic gymnasts, like, they have, they have like, different events. Like, there's, like, the ribbon. There's the, um, the... Like, they're, like, like wooden mallets, mm-hmm. and then there's the ball. Like an exercise And then ball? there's, like, a hula. No. There's, like, the the ring. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And, like, the ball, the ball is, like, a, it's basically, like, a small, like, about, like, say, cantaloupe-sized, like, ball that you'd find at Target. Like, one of those inflatable ones in the big bins. Yeah. That you can reach into and pull it out. Yeah. Yeah. Basically one of those. Okay. I like the, I like, I like the ball. I prefer it to the ribbon. But music-wise, oh man, I can't remember much, much about the music. I think that the music changed for Ethan's thing. Like, earlier it was, like, an instrumental, and then the one that they played... At the end, it was a spoken word. Yeah, so that was kind of strange. Yeah, I didn't like the spoken word piece that they used. Eh, yeah. I don't, I mean, it was so contemporary. It was very, this is a contemporary song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um... Just kind of some stray things. Watching Tara get upset when Miss Rain gets upset at her is very funny because she like flutters her eyelashes and then just her crying voice is like so much. Like, I'm not crying. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you can literally hear the tears like spilling out of her mouth. Like that's how bad, like that's how crying it was. Yeah. And then 
uh, Dana is, like, trying to give advice, and she's like, Tara's an an instinctive dancer, so, like, just let her, like, do what feels right. And I'm like, that's interesting. Like, I feel like that's kind of- if I were, like, in the dancing world, I feel like I'd be jealous of somebody who's, like, an instinctive dancer, because that seems to have more artistry to it, but that's also why Tara's struggling, is because she doesn't do well with the structure of, like, the academy. I have to say that I think, like, the best music in the episode, in total, was that just that piece at the very beginning from Swan Lake. Like, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know, like, I, I, this is kind of weird because this, this run-through of Dance Academy, obviously, I've watched it many times. This run-through of Dance Academy, I'm really, for some reason, focusing on Christian. Yeah. And having this episode not be anything to do with him, really, it's kind of... Disappointing. Not disappointing, but a little bit, like, it, like, threw me off. Okay. Because, like, the episode before had been so heavy with Christian. Yeah. And this one was like, oh... They, he doesn't even go here anymore, basically. Yeah. I don't know. I'm really, I'm really paying attention to a story, and this didn't really do anything for it. I mean, I don't know. I was really, I was just overall like, like this episode was good, but I'm annoyed with the specific happenings within the episode. Uh huh. Like I can, I like I still think it was good, but I, I don't like everything that happened in it. Yeah. Like Paige was annoying. Ethan was annoying overall. Yeah. So. Any shade that you appreciated? Um, Miss Rain just being mean at the beginning again just pretty much covered covered it. I mean, there was definitely that moment where it was like, where like basically Paige was like, you've ruined my life. That's not shade. That's just her being truthful and sad. Oh, God. When Abigail's like, oh, so Ethan chose you, Tara, because he's going for that raw amateur thing. <laughs> that was good, yeah. I was like, oh. And then another... Sh- bit of shade I liked was shade that I threw at Dana in my notes. Oh, when you want to read it? Well, sure. I'll paraphrase. She says at one point to Ethan, like, hey, for your dances, find some inspiration from life, not what's clever. But that's coming from the girl who wrote Metamorphosis. And that was her claim to fame. Most <laughs> contrived. She choreographed like, Metamorphosis. So, so, okay. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. How would you rate it? How would I rate it? I... I'm gonna give it two ratings for personal, one for personal enjoyment and one for actual like value to the series. Okay. Um, value to the series, it's seven out of ten. I don't really know. I don't. I don't know what to give it. Seven out of ten. Sammy point shoe boats. Aw. <laughs> but for personal. That's three and a half pairs. <laughs> <laughs> for personal enjoyment, it's definitely um, it's definitely only like five out of ten. Sammy point shoe boats. Okay. Yeah. I think it's an important episode because I think Paige as a character is kind of important to, like, Abigail to, like, help flesh out, like, her world. And obviously, like, this is a big moment for, like, Tara and Ethan. Oh, yeah. Um, the kiss. So even though Paige was annoying, like, I don't know, I just really like watching, like, simple, sappy, like, will they or won't they things. And so that was really... You do? Yeah. So I'm not a huge fan of will they or won't they. That was really fun for me. And I really enjoy this episode so i'm gonna give it eight fun house mirrors wow eight warped squat abigails sure <laughs> that Dang. also works that's pretty high yeah any closing thoughts Not... you basically just said all of that yeah we really covered it <laughs> the kiss was great loved it I mean, I just thought it was weird how, like, so shocked they both were about it. It was really cute. And then, like, she smiles going into it, like, once she realizes what's happening. Yeah. It, like, yeah. It was cute. Yeah. 
So tune in next time, and we'll talk about episode 12, Pressure. Pressure. Oh my god. What an episode that that is. Yeah. Oh man. It'll be fun to talk about. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye.